listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Back when I first grabbed that pen, I told myself I was going to win and I ain't know when, but it was going to end up happening. I won't end. So you can take your top five list, dead or alive, and put me after M. I'm a fucking genius, gripping my fucking penis, living this life. You can tell me nothing, still ain't really got no money, fucking right. I'm all about that real, about that real. This ain't no motion picture. I tell you how that feel, how that feel, even when the eyes are against you. They want to see me wear polo draws to put two chains on, but that ain't wrong, but that ain't me. I got two them are i don't need chill clothes or jewelry to stand out black lip nigga with his hair wow too damn proud been killing this shit since camate oh boy oh boy i'm the man now huh tde put the money in my hand it ain't shit free this business is quicksand and i won't sink put the pistol in my hand and i won't think blah 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 rest in peace you just made room for the next to be i never been afraid to say what i want to say what i want to say yeah okay then hey welcome to the black guy who tips podcast your host rod and that's right man what happened to him uh it's my man oh man that was a rapid ass rapping uh soul album boy Woo, he went in um at any rate then after that it was just like damn you have smoked yourself all the way out of the game oh that's never good uh yeah you can find us on itunes stitcher Potomac. just search the blackout test leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that um and if we like the five star reviews we'll read them on the air that's right guys we'll read them like on saturday live during our feedback show um so go to itunes stitcher get fill them up make sure you get your word and get your voice heard um this uh saturday we won't have a feedback show because we're not gonna be uh here we should be i mean if everything goes to plan we should be in miami um uh as panelists uh talking about the podcast game you know the game that you run be um so we're gonna be um definitely uh not here this saturday but doesn't mean that you shouldn't still leave five star reviews because we're still gonna end up reading them all whenever we get back um of course uh you can also do stuff like go to the blackoutest.com vote in the polls uh leave comments uh email us the blackoutest at gmail.com and um all that other good stuff man um the official weapon of the show is Taser. an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 uh and this podcast is sponsored today okay um uh, first of all it is brought to you by loot crate all right this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt to save three dollars off of any new subscription uh loot crate is a monthly subscription service for the epic geek and gamer um if you want to get that pop culture gear uh for less than twenty dollars a month you can get six to eight items that include licensed gear apparel collectibles unique one-of-a-kind items and much more make sure you sign up by the 19th of the month uh because um that's actually you know how how it works you know if you don't sign up by the 19th then you have to wait to the next month um and this month's um theme is horror so you know you guys are into you know scary october stuff uh they're gonna hook you up and we'll we'll bring we'll elaborate more later um this podcast is also sponsored by shadow dog production they got a new album on itunes and it features three hilarious tracks from me and karen the tracks uh represent how short a horror film would be if me and karen found ourselves in one i.e I. black people 
um yeah not not, not long Mm-mm. yeah yeah but it's, it's fun you know a lot of horror it's, we had a good time recording these uh we did we recorded these this year it's funny because i had this idea like a long time ago and uh dex brought it to fruition man uh you can buy the whole album or just download their individual tracks at a dollar a piece the tracks are called short horror one two and three and you can find it on itunes um and um the name of the album is stuff i said because they paid me uh <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put the link in the show notes so you know a lot of you guys listen to this on your iphone so you can just go check it out right there but um yeah we'll put it on in the show notes and i just put it in the chat but yeah make sure you guys do that help support the show all right let's talk about news guys all kinds of news it is news been happening um i guess first of all the sad news uh hurricane matthew you know came through and uh the buildings apparently yeah literally crushed the buildings Mm -hmm. um uh the the death toll in haiti is up to 900 people Mm-hmm. yeah it's been uh three days of national mourning for those killed by hurricane matthew was devastated the south of the country at least 900 people are believed to have died tens of thousands of homes have been destroyed and some, nearly some 350,000 people need aid um cholera is a major fear with several deaths reported as our food supplies given the destruction of crops um matthew went uh, on to barrel through the southeastern coast of the u.s killing 10 people it caused extensive flooding power cuts and damage to buildings in florida georgia and the carolinas yeah i think on the news it's been worse than it is here in charlotte because people have been like you guys okay you guys okay and it hasn't been that bad here we're enough inland that uh most hurricanes would would never reach here yeah and if they did they'd be really weak yeah the only exception to that is hugo right he's the only exception hugo's like oh i'm your mascot i'm stingy but everybody else like i'm not going that far inland and um now closer to the water like in fedville i heard they were closing down streets and things like that but fedville like i said that's more close to inland towards the water yeah if um yeah if, if anything with the um with hurricane hugo is just different but it was just a unique hurricane because it actually got inland and picked up strength which never really happens Ever. and then it made a swath back out uh so it like passed it hits you twice um that was just that was wild and yeah if they did if it's any, I, I, you know if it was anything like dealing with hugo i know people um you know just had a bunch of scary shit happening man i know with hugo it was tornadoes going through our neighborhoods and shit and you know you would wake up and you would see like a patch of dirt or or tree like pulled up from his roots and shit and you're like yo a hurricane i, I mean like only a tornado could do that you know um this shit was wild so you know and we have infrastructure you just imagine places where people are poor where houses aren't you know there's not a code for the housing or whatever or just the hurricane's much more powerful in that area it's just um a lot of uh a lot of things just combining at the same time to make it even worse for haiti than it would be for anywhere here yeah that's true and i've um i used to wonder i know this might kind of be off top i used to wonder why they never like reused the names of hurricanes Mm -hmm. uh particularly hurricanes that are very destructive a lot of times they says uh they don't because if a hurricane has like done a lot of damage if they reuse the name people are panicked like it's the same storm when it really might not be the same storm in any way shape form or fashion so they say if a hurricane come in and does like damage they just retire the name and they never use that name again mm-hmm. 
well um hurricane matthew which is the name of this one which um, probably won't be ever used again yeah um also there's uh there's they're saying that there's no water uh passed directly through their uh tiburon peninsula encompassing haiti's entire south southern coast uh driving the sea inland and flattening homes that would uh winds up to 230 kilometers which is 145 miles per hour and a torrential rain um mm-hmm. The international aid response in Haiti is now beginning to pick up, according to Stephanie Rowland, regional coordinator in the International Federation of the Red Cross. Now, this is the part that's difficult. People want to give money, but I've only heard, like, where not to give your money. Like, everybody's like, don't give it to the Red Cross. Right. Don't give it to people that's trying to make money off of this. That's capitalism disguised as charity. Yeah, Leslie Mack has a list that she's been putting out on social media on where to give to. Yeah. Um, like, alternative methods, uh, because, you know, they've done studies and reports and stuff about Red Cross and, you know, a lot of mismanagement of money. And Red Cross here in America is where most people give it to is the quick, the most convenient. You could text it and whatever, you know. So people give y'all billions of dollars. They expect this money to do what you say it's going to do and not go to, to to cover your cost of running your operation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to give my money to Wyclef, you know, because I think At he least, would. Yeah be the best you know i'm just gonna give him my money and hopefully we get an album out of it you know something if nothing else um See, you better off getting your money you saying both at least you know the shit to go there yeah i mean but yeah the, the point i mean the thing is um basically they're saying that uh not to give it to the red cross so i don't you know i don't know all the details of exactly mm-hmm. where it, it it would fit be okay to give your money because mm-hmm. you know obviously more research will have to be done on my end for that um but yeah i'll just understand definitely not uh definitely not that um at any rate though yeah man people you know are dying but the government um tally is like behind because there's so many people dying like yeah so that number probably might get even larger than that because i'm pretty sure people missing unaccounted for and the sad part is when things like this happen it might be people that would never be accounted for like mm-hmm. you just know they're missing and you just assume under the assumption that they're dead mm-hmm. um all right uh what else happened oh i just thought this was a neat story you remember um the mother who cried when she heard vince staple's song uh north north mm-hmm um you know which is my jam at this point i've listened to that song about a hundred times since um (laughs) it's the best advertising he's ever had right she can't hear plays bitch you thirsty trees like sprite you know it'd be go hard too at any rate um she uh you know he found he heard the video himself um and he responded to it on twitter um you know after you know she had already you know put out her stuff um and he said no person needs to be attacked for their opinion on what they see to be appropriate for their children they have a right to it this misunderstanding of our community leads to miscommunication which we should convert into progressive dialogue he then declared he was done speaking about the issue um the thing that um that i think are interesting um is that uh he like in a way it just like it's it's interesting how she couldn't move on past that moment it was so emotionally traumatized and just da 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 and then he was able to come through and be like 
okay that's just that's like her opinion you know what i mean yeah he's like i deal with this shit all the time this ain't nothing new yeah and it, and that keeps you from being like stuck there mm-hmm. you know uh people have been you know blasting her comments as racist and ignorant because she was saying nigga and all this other shit um you know uh the they said apparently they said uh he had tweets earlier which were meant to uh wait hold on they say he had to clarify earlier comments in the independent uh which were a contrast to the mother's disgust and to those who had mocked her ignorance about rap by responding to the video with laughing emojis singing the audio from the youtube video to the beat of north north oh okay so yeah he was basically like look i know other people are mocking her and shit but yeah you know i'm not mocking her it's not really cool to mock her like if i mean i would mock her because i ain't been staples i do what i want but uh he was basically like look man whatever you know which is yeah i can't control their actions yeah man i don't know there's something powerful about that you know i don't know how to really explain it but it's something powerful about being like i recognize that this person has a gripe or whatever but at the same time that that's why i make art you know yeah and also like in his comments he also touched on the bigger issue like it's a difference like we have a difference of opinion because of the differences and you know i'm rapping about the differences but she didn't hear any of that and i can't right. control that at all yeah you know uh in an interview with for at the summertime 06 was released uh he he uh went on to talk about people who he knew were trapped in a cycle of gang violence his attitude towards them mirrored his comments about the mother i just want to help people understand that we don't get to pick bro we don't get to pick where we was from that ain't how it works um so yeah anyway i just thought that was interesting man because you know sometimes that feels like that's how life and social media and twitter and all that shit can be where somebody gets so in their feelings about something and then people don't even recognize the validity of it or even accept that you know you're gonna have different feelings on this you know like understood you get to feel that way but i'm i'm not stuck here with you you like you can stay there and feel horrible and cry and all that shit and i like i'm just saying i'm not gonna pick on you or whatever but i'm moving on yeah that and the thing is okay you cry guess what then what that's the next question then what what ha- what happens after the tears dry doesn't matter to him because he right. got to move on you know what right. i mean he like that's on, right. that's the power of it is being like i acknowledge that but i'm moving on like it's i think a lot of times people feel like they have to combat the opinions of them that don't jive um and it's difficult to me uh you know the bigger we get it's difficult to me to kind of embrace the idea of just having people think fucked up shit about you and you just have to be like all right well whatever yeah you know yeah. but this is something i'm definitely learning more and more uh over the course of time just because you one you can't control everybody two you can't you definitely can't control people's like other emotions like motivation such as jealousy or mm-hmm. um, which has nothing to do with you yeah you know mistrust all this shit so like you can't control that shit so at some point you have to sit back and be like okay people are going to feel a way about whatever i do so i have to ex- understand that you know i'm not going to be able to fight all of them and it's not necessarily in my best interest to have everybody go in on this person it's just not like people see it for what it is and i'm moving on you know right and i think for us it's just a difference in our personalities because i'm very 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 quick to dismiss and keep it trucking roger yeah. will actually have a conversation with y'all niggas you won't come to certain things i'm like all right i got other shit to do other shit more important than to be talking about shit and at the end of the day and particularly when it comes to people not i don't do everybody like that but particularly when it comes to people 
uh that approach me in certain ways in certain manners mm. um and i've always said this social media is real life regardless of how people want to treat it so if you went walked up to me in real life and scream at me don't walk up to me and do that on social media platform and expect us to have a reasonable conversation yeah you know but i just i don't know i thought it was interesting the that response because i think a lot of people would have mocked her or whatever and i'm not saying he would have been wrong to do any of that but just that that's a hell of a mature response uh nate parker reportedly refused oprah's help with damage control becoming the one person ever say no to oprah according to d lock it of vulture.com yeah because she's a woman mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um as nate parker's birth of a nation opens this weekend a debate over how better how it could have been better handled the fallout from the 1999 college rape accusations against him is only heating up now it has come to light that one of the most influential people on the planet reportedly tried to advise him at the outset of the controversy she suggested that he do an interview with her best friend gail king on cbs to discuss the allegations shortly after they were dug up oprah was one of the first to screen birth and had praise both for the film and parker on instagram however parker was reportedly so angry that the charges had been he'd been acquitted of were being discussed at all that he turned down her help since then winfrey hasn't uttered another word about birth or parker proving why you never ever say no to oprah right <laughs> right so That's it's turned into fuck you and your film then okay yeah and it's, it's wild because um I, and i'll say it again as much as people go in on nate parker at this point um it, he he was never and probably still isn't beyond um fixing it with a lot of black people especially black women black men probably are for the most part either have already been like fuck them bitches and moved on or um they're uh or or they're like i'm not gonna see it whatever you know like it's like it's not really in between Mm -mm. um but i really think a lot of black women he just missed the boat because he really could have handled this from the jump um got some consultants but i really feel like his ego just said i don't need that Mm -hmm. you know he tried to like play the role that one interview with ebony and when he when that shit didn't get him the immediate gratification and make everyone move on he was like fuck it i'm not gonna do anything then fuck you guys i didn't do shit uh y'all why y'all tripping why y'all trying to bring down the black man blah 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 you know mm-hmm. um and i think the movie apparently made like seven and a half million this this um weekend or something like that so the box office was probably lower than what the original anticipation was but at the same time um that's about where the studio probably planned for it to be you know seven million i think they only spent 17 and a half million to buy it so you know uh, it'll probably not make his money back yeah i I would imagine it'll make his money back you know um and who knows it might still be in contention for offer uh for oscars and shit i don't know because the reviews have been tepid at this point um and you will never know how much of that is his handling of this uh rape allegation scandal thing you know this like whether it's the handling of that or if the movie legitimately was not as good as as people thought it would be right or as much as people praised it yeah um i i've seen people give different takes you know i've seen people break down like how the film basically uses women as just uh like props to be abused and then motivate other people to get revenge i see people talk about how his website doesn't really give the respect to the women pioneers that he tries to 
say you know from from that from uh from nat turner to this you know like apparently it doesn't like he he names different leaders on his website and he doesn't give necessarily the leaders the um the deference that they deserve when it's women and stuff like that um so stuff like that i don't know it could be like more nitpicky and if the if if, if it had to be handled better maybe those people wouldn't have wrote those things or maybe those people that wrote those things would have been kind of drowned out in a sea of we just supporting this movie damn why you picking on you know how people always do anyway uh because it's not like people don't write think pieces about all your favorite shit like there's a bunch of people that that you know there's a bunch of black people that don't like luke cage there's a bunch of black people that don't like um nothing (laughs) solange is that album it's a bunch of black people like you pick the thing that most black people are are digging it's always some black people that got their voices out there like this is what you know y'all some sheep i don't like this y'all y'all just pretending to like this because it's black you you have those people that kind of pat themselves on the back i i, I don't ever want to be one of those people honestly mm-hmm. if i don't um, like it i don't like it just you know because i don't like it not because uh everybody else loves it so fuck y'all yeah i think you know it's uh yeah like there's a little there bit is of a difference uh, there's a little bit of anti-blackness in that stance right of, oh you niggas like this you know like you know it's a little bit of anti-blackness in that where because like there's all kinds of shit i mean we have a talk show we talk every day there's all kinds of shit i've never related to don't get the hype don't i've never discussed it because it's just kind of like i don't want to position myself as some different than you other niggas nigga like it's just not there's no value in that to me but i think there's a value in that to a lot of people where they get off on feeling like special because when when 90 percent of black people like something i'm in the 10 percent that didn't this time so now i'm gonna pretend that all y'all like some bullshit or you're all faking it or you're only like this because it's black when you know in a lot of cases just like no they genuinely like something you just don't genuinely like it's and it's okay yeah i don't know why a lot of people don't come to the conclusion it's okay people don't like the shit that you like particularly if it's something subjective and mm. when it comes to music and films and all these other it is subjective they're all internally to how you internally process the shit and people process shit various different ways through various different lenses through various different experiences even in blackness so right. i'm okay with that um my thing is i because of my personality i have a tendency to, to, to talk more about things i love than things i don't love but that's just how i take uh oh it looks like it's only i don't know box office mojo got it coming in at two two and a half million so oh. that would actually be much lower than than uh previously yeah, thought somebody said it was six this weekend six okay all right yeah well at any rate you know um it's still you know possibly gonna make money so um even without the damage control maybe he'll be okay you know i think uh i saw people talking about uh it's different because he's black and this is he's getting more put on him than other people and stuff like that um and to which i i i could not disagree more in this situation because nobody that has these scandals gets to walk away right away without anyone saying anything you know i saw people comparing him to mel gibson i just went and searched mel gibson protest and fucking 10 articles came up he like he's still getting protests even that whack-ass film that went straight to netflix the gringo they protested that like there was like a small protest for nate parker's movie this weekend 
and people are like oh god only a black man gotta deal with this i'm like no just why don't you for once like don't prove the whole black men or the white people or black people don't don't prove it right man like niggas can't wait to jump in front of that bullet and make it seem like he's getting persecuted or something when the truth of the matter is when roman polanski had his his ordeal the motherfucker had to leave the country he can't nothing happened to him quote unquote but he can't step state again step a foot back in the united states yeah arrest him immediately yeah he can't there's countries he can't go to because he'll be expedited back to america like extradited back to america like that you cannot say stupid shit like this is only happening to nate parker it's so ignorant it's so ignorant it's just a little bit of research and you can go okay that's not fair to say you know woody allen is a dude that his scandals happened so long ago but he had periods where motherfuckers wouldn't work with him he had his main thing was he just stayed his head down he went away he just stayed working put a movie out every year and didn't talk to nobody that was it no interviews nothing he just did an interview about it like this year and he did and his interview was mostly about his wife and still not about dylan farrell like you're just not gonna win this battle this pr battle and if the shit would have happened a month before his movie came out that the scandal would have blown up or whatever he would have not talked about it look at i think dylan farrell's scandal came up when um uh scandal abuse whatever when it came up during um he got an award at some award show yeah he didn't show up he didn't took it in his place he didn't show up to get his award and he he didn't say shit he didn't even do interviews Mm -mm. that's the difference like motherfuckers want it both ways like i'm gonna control this i'm gonna tell these motherfuckers the real truth it's like no you're not you're not no one's ever done that someone was like well my and i was like even black men who have been had these scandals have been successful later everyone that has like these scandals don't end careers we're just in the immediacy of it so everyone's so fucking up in arms and black men specifically feel so like persecuted about this shit but if we're being real uh chris brown survived his shit you know what i mean and people were doing the same thing with chris brown oh so y'all let charlie sheen work well guess what chris brown's still working where's where y'all at now nobody y'all ain't saying shit now right he's still working you know have several albums yeah he had several other incidents after that and he's still working no one stopped him from working a day in his life stop with the fucking we're the real victims bullshit man it's not true you know someone brought up michael jackson i was like michael jackson continued to work he was going to tour when he died he was going on another tour preparing for it the scandal the scandal shit does not stop any uh entertaining male if you're a man and you're entertaining male you will be around okay nate parker will be around i don't know he it's just like because he can't control this shit right now motherfuckers are just freaking out um anyway um i just thought that was interesting that he turned down oprah's help because that just seemed like a bad bad idea the queen of all media word like the woman who knows that his shit functions yeah because you know she would have done a very kind interview and then they would have did the like um you like all right this is what you need to say from here on out and Mm -hmm you can refer people back to this interview and da 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 but i I mean the ego is is a beast man ego is a motherfucker he ain't like like i said like i said when um he had that ebony article where it seemed like he was apologizing i said if you read between the lines it seemed like he just don't think he did anything wrong right right. so like his more his thing was like i acknowledge that people do be raping 
but uh not me you know so it was i was like it's people need to accept the reality that he probably just don't think he did anything wrong no matter how it looks to everybody else and if if that's what you're gonna bring out there yeah you're gonna get some bad pr bro you're not gonna be able to win this war with people you know no, no. yeah and uh and when you talk about the mail it's true it's a lot of uh people the entertainment be it sports and all these other genres they have done fucked up shit rape women beat women all types of shit and they still got careers they they still flourishing they still accomplishing various different things and he'll be around he might he may lay low he may not but if he stays in the genre long enough he'll be back with something else yeah everybody's back i'm waiting on somebody to show me the example where somebody ain't come back then i'll i'll tell you what when when i when somebody can show me the person that had their career ended by this shit i'll be like okay cool because nobody does nobody does it doesn't matter how fucking scandalous the shit is in some capacity they continue to work you know what i mean isaiah washington continued to work after his big ass shit yes he did everybody finds a way back to working that's what entertainment is like people continually forgive motherfuckers it doesn't matter how heinous it is r kelly continues to work show me the person you know what i mean nate parker gonna be the first nigga ever to be like and nobody will ever hire him again guys like he'll be on something it don't matter if it's fucking tv it don't matter if it's fucking independent movies straight to red box dvd he'll be doing something for the rest of his fucking life man because that's how it works we suddenly society cares about women like get the fuck out of here no we don't you know what i mean now it's like you know uh this abuse i just can't i can't picture him working everybody continues working man he got you got to show fast forward let's go five years in the future and it's like oh nate parker's still on something you know what i mean like uh, i bet columbus short will be on something before a year or two like it's just you do your time quote unquote away from the public eye and then you just slowly slide back in and somebody will take a chance on you dog it's it is what it is i i need to see um i need to see some proof that it's not that way um but yeah it, it will see somebody gonna give him a chance because you know another reason ain't gonna give him a chance half of these motherfuckers out here don't got no problem with them right now right right the fuck are we talking about y'all seen twitter it's a lot of motherfuckers that absolutely think he just got persecuted someone is going to give him a chance mm-hmm. some people already support him without him doing shit like i like I, I hope y'all don't think the industry cares like they don't give a fuck man if he can just do something uh independent he'll be doing it so he will be in his movies if it'll be something man yeah might <sighs> not be to the same level but he'll be working yeah i think he thought he was about to be the next denzel and uh-huh. that's not gonna happen um you know so um anyway alicia keys celebrates swiss beats ex-wife mashonda to free to free i don't know how you pronounce it uh to free uh and their blended family in a new song called blended family you guys may know alicia keys as uh the woman who uh stole swiss beats heart mm-hmm. and uh because yes, he was married when they started dating and yep. um uh should the nfl find her for taunting because i feel like this is taunt this feel like <laughs> this feel like touchdown dancing uh on on like did did she clear this with 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 her to to i I hope so because if she didn't we will we will immediately find out if she didn't clear this with that woman 
like i know she's you know team no makeup and shit lately but um did you make up with her before you decided to put this out because because you involving her it feels a little feels a little scary to uh to to touchdown dance on somebody like this man for who bitch i didn't make the decisions i know it's hard it gets but it's worth it mm. right because you know you you also involving children too so you know ask them their opinion about this <laughs> how do they feel about they mama and daddy and you actually being publicized across social media well it seems that uh um she does support it Shonda says it's cool uh to put it out uh swiss beats also praise the progress he along with keys and um shonda have made up over the years i'm truly proud of all of us blessings and positive vibes only hashtag blended family uh of course we know things weren't always so copacetic uh she once publicly scolded keys for carrying on a relationship while the produ- with the producer while she was trying to repair her marriage to him writing you know the role you played and you know how you contributed to ending of my marriage you know that i asked you to step back and let me handle my family issues issues that you helped create uh alicia keys would eventually respond to the drama by saying she started dating swizz when he and mashonda were separated and while that didn't sit well with the public the three slowly started to move forward uh toward reconciliation as keys told wendy williams in 2014 all right well there you go man i don't know to me it feels a little bit like 15 yards for taunting but there you go good luck um trump you know we normally don't cover trump news on here but he finally said something in our wheelhouse uh he's talking about God, they drew our attention talking about them vaginas uh so it's like oh i know you were into this um yeah, me either apparently apparently he was on a hot mic uh which who knows how many more of these videos and shits are out there ain't that the truth that they ain't published yet somebody hunting for him right now tmz about to pay somebody for this shit yeah he was on a hot mic talking to billy bush um and i know this might sound stupid but i didn't realize billy bush was actually a part of the, the bushes yeah he, which is funny because he's so separate i was yeah. you know that's why when i found out i was like what who knows how many other bushes are related to the bush family you know kurt bush reggie bush who knows maybe they owned his family who knows uh anyway let me see if i can play the comments but uh yeah apparently he was on a hot mic uh which is the term for uh, hold on doesn't feel too loud uh he was on a hot mic and uh because on a hot mic 
a lot of times uh you what happens is you have your your for interview or whatever we were mic'd up when we did our tv show thing mm-hmm. um you but they record pretty much everything they pick up everything and what happens you forget that you got it on you know people go use the bathroom and on the yes. on the hot mic um yeah, cause it's, all, it's like kind of just strapped to you and you just forget you got it yeah you just yeah so you just start talking and next thing you know uh you're having conversations because to you you're just you know you're just you're just talking or whatever uh so he got caught up basically saying uh Oh wait, here here we go. Alright, this is a better video. That one was kinda low. Let me see if I can play this one. Hopefully they turn the volume up. Alright, yeah, video has graphic language. Thank you. You know, and she used to be great. She's still very beautiful. I moved on her actually. You know, she was down in Palm Beach. I moved on her and I failed. I'll admit it. Whoa. I did try and fuck her. She was married. <laughs> you did try to fuck her, Karen. She was married. But you know, Bill Clinton is the problem and um he keeps bringing up bill clinton in response to all the criticisms he's received about this bill clinton's not running for president y'all no i, I don't know if nobody knows but right. nobody uh, some of y'all need to understand this he not running bill clinton could be out here fucking women like magic johnson it won't matter it's not he's not the president he's not running for president so what his track record has to do with that and hillary seems to be a bit of a stretch maybe even sexist to try to put on, on his now. his infidelity on her i don't know no, no, Nancy. Yeah. No, this was, and I moved on her very heavily. In fact, I took her out furniture shopping. She wanted to get some furniture. I said, I'll show you where they have some nice furniture. <laughs> I took her out furniture. I moved on her like a bitch, but I couldn't get there, and she was married. And all of a sudden, I see her. She's now got the big. Billy Bush is just laughing, you know, in the background and stuff. And for the record, um, him laughing at this point, I, I mean, I don't expect him to like stopping but yo yo, i'm married woman like i get it you know people have all kinds of shady conversations um with their friends and stuff at this point you know i'm just like okay he's laughing probably he's what an outrageous ridiculous thing to say or whatever i've been in situations like like this you don't know how to respond yeah i've been in situations where somebody says something like outrageous or whatever and i'm laughing but i'm really like jesus christ man you're a piece of shit but i'm laughing you know because at this point is like i don't think he's said or done anything too egregious in my opinion like yeah i tried to holler at this married woman man shit i took furniture shopping i'll be laughing if justin came in and said that i'd be laughing like nigga you went furniture shopping what she was married what the fuck you know i admit i was trying to get some okay cool 33 seconds in phony tits and everything she's totally changed her look she's your girl's hot as shit in the purple whoa whoa yes whoa. Whoa. Yes. little 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 ogling little little um little uh well they didn't say it, so it's not really street harassment but they're doing that thing where dudes be bonding over like look at that ass over there you know that, also something that happens all the time you know i think billy bush's what you're seeing and this is something that i talk about like sometimes what you're seeing is really two dudes trying to bond and framing it around women because it's like if we're both attracted to the same women i think this woman's hot you think this woman's hot somehow we become closer as opposed to just you know um keeping in your head you know what i mean it's like uh all the time it's like sometimes i'll see women and uh what'll happen is like you'll see somebody and i'll think okay that's typically the kind of person that most people are attracted to or whatever and it may or may not be float my boat but there'll be somebody like oh my god did you see that one upstairs and i'm like 
uh yeah she was straight man but that'll be the same person later that'll be like serena williams built like a man or something i'm just like see this is why i don't talk about it that's why i stopped right like it wasn't i don't feel like arguing yeah like it it our sexual preferences and um attractions have nothing to do with each other at all they don't you know what i mean and i don't need to discuss when they overlap with you the same way i don't like talking about music and movies with random people it's but, just it doesn't matter to me right but when it comes to women a lot of dudes do that's why you get into the trophy wives yeah. that's why you get into you know you like that shit you know and all that stuff and it's like nigga do it really matter it's like most people end up uh getting married to women that they probably shouldn't uh mm-hmm. don't even really like because they do like her not mm-hmm. because they are actually into the shit because if they really got what they wanted it was like fuck you niggas you probably would get quote-unquote the, clown in your group there are a lot of dudes that their sexual attraction is based on peer pressure right instead of what they kind of like. pressured into saying certain shit you know um but that's kind of the you know but at the same time being a person that is vocal about not really wanting to fit in with certain shit like this uh that's also a lonelier path now I, it doesn't bother me because i don't really need a whole bunch of friends and shit yeah, me either. but yeah there's there's a lot of men that i you know over the years i just don't really get in their groups because i'll have that one conversation where i'm like nah i don't agree with that and then it's like well we don't fuck with rod no more so you know i this is billy bush making a conscious conscious choice between fitting in or which and for the record he may agree with every word he's hearing like that's the other thing people are people keep being like well he clearly didn't agree he just was saying whatever you don't know that he may agree with everything trump is saying but uh to me it also sounds like he wants to impress him by being like i'm a piece of shit too (laughs) (laughs) oh my man Wait, wait, you gotta look at me when you get out of here. Will you give me the thumbs up? Look at you, you are a pussy. I don't know what that means. Uh, was you saying because he won't holler at the girl or something? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that that just came out of nowhere. Look at you, you're a pussy. Look at you, you are a pussy. What? Wait, wait, you gotta look at me when you get out of here. Will you give me the thumbs up? You gotta put the thumbs up. You gotta get the thumbs up. Can't be too happy. Yeah, let me. It's very cool. You gotta give me the thumbs up. Right? Uh, you and I will walk in. Oh my god. Maybe it's a different one. It better not be the post. No, it's, it's her. Yeah, that's her. With the gold. I'm gonna use some tic tacs just in case they start kissing her. What? Alright, well, I mean, I'm assuming he was joking at this point. I'm assuming. Okay. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just kiss. Okay, maybe he wasn't joking. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. <laughs> what? Where did this sexual harassment come into conversation? You can do anything, Karen. When you are a star, you just get right up in there, grab that pussy, Karen. Um, that's my move. Why try act like that's not how we got together? I mean, when I grabbed that pussy? No. When I walked up to you, just like a fucking caveman. <laughs> what? I don't remember this at all. Oh, okay. All right. I'll Where see was it. I? Trying to act brand new in front of all these people, huh? Mm-hmm. I sure am acting brand new. Okay. All right. I'll see. You make daddy a sandwich. So you make daddy a sandwich. <laughs> daddy want a sandwich. I'm going to make daddy a sandwich. Yeah, I guess he said you can grab him by the pussy. Okay. I can do anything. 
can see is the legs. No, it looks good. Come on, Shorty. Oh, nice legs, huh? Oof, get out of the way, huh? That's good legs. Go ahead. It's always good if you don't fall out of the bus. Like Ford, Gerald Ford, remember? <laughs> Down below. Pull the half. Hello, how are you? Hi. Mr. Trump, how nice are you? Seeing you. Terrific. Nice to meet you. Terrific. You know Billy Bush? How Hello, are you? nice to see you. How are you doing, Ariane? I'm doing very well, thank you. Are you ready to be a soap star? We're ready. Let's go. Make right. me a soap star. How about a little hug for the Donnelly? Just got off the bus. Like okay, hug, absolutely. <laughs> Melania said. Wow. So I thought that's like almost an inside joke after they talked about the kissing and grabbing by the pussy and all this shit. Billy Bush is like in on it on some like ha 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 she i'm make i'm gonna make her hug you isn't that funny she's oblivious right and she has no fucking idea what kind of scumbaggery they've been talking I about i bet she's seeing this after the fact going fuck yeah this the bushy, okay. i just got off the bus there uh, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we go and they both want hugs because they think she's attractive mm-hmm. well Come you've on. got a nice if they did they you. wouldn't do this yeah it's also that uh you know the there's no respect for her as a person or a job or whatever because obviously if it was some dude that was doing the same job they wouldn't be like come here and give me a hug man give donald a hug you know it's obviously because she's a woman and they've been you know objectifying her on the bus the whole time i mean Mm -hmm. it's some creepy shit that dudes do all the time um but it's also super fucking um weird and you don't want a person that's running for president to be this guy like you know i've been seeing people compare him to rappers what rapper are you voting for for president motherfucker are you stupid like you're not like you can't have it both ways of well you people rap about this shit and nobody says anything yeah because no one's saying snoop dogg for president uh on the grab him by the pussy platform nobody's getting no like if you corner the pussy grabbing demographic <laughs> then then we might not want to vote for you for president dog yes Absolutely. Hey man, she this is what she gotta deal with at work all the time, probably. Like that's probably why they hire her. She's an attractive woman and that industry probably views her that way anyway. Like Yeah, she probably has to answer all types of sexist ridiculous yeah. questions. If she would have said smiles and keep it going, if she got any form of attitude, she wouldn't have that job. Right. If, imagine if she would have been like, Hey guys, look, I'm here as a, in a professional capacity. I know y'all don't Make necessarily respect joke, my right. y'all don't hmm? I said, I know y'all think this is a joke. Yeah, y'all don't respect my job or whatever, but this is my job and I'm trying to do it. The people would be like, man, fuck that bitch. She's cold. I don't like her. She can't take a joke. It would have been all that shit. All that. Really? <laughs> yep. I'll take both. Which way? Make it right. Here we go. Goodbye. Right in the day. Here he goes. I'm going to leave you here. Okay. Get my microphone. Okay. You're going to, oh, you're, you're finished? You're my man. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm going to go do our show. Oh, you want to reset? Okay. So, there you guys go, man. Um, um, so yeah, that was his, uh, his pussy, um, comments, uh, greatest hits. Um, hi, greatest hits! 
you know a lot of people have defended it as locker room talk you know some um uh just because of the nature of my timeline is ironic because most of the people i've seen get roasted for defending it black men black men you know some with platforms you know podcasters uh radio hosts you know and it's been a lot of like you can't get mad at that because you get mad at that and you're gonna be mad at every man or something like that you know that's just how men talk a lot of that shit um which says a lot about them you know people don't like to be judged on their opinions and it's fucked up and you know it's fucked up and you don't want to admit it's fucked up so you come out and say shit like this well i don't even know if they don't want to admit it they just want to they want to be like it's fucked up but everybody does it's kind of like when people aren't we all racist that kind of thing like there's a camaraderie in this this is why men do this shit it's because it's a camaraderie in it it's not even about women at some point Mm -hmm. it's really about men bonding with other men like look at that ass i see that ass too aren't we the best of friends now you know we both agree that that's nice that you know whatever i don't and i'm not trying to um sugarcoat it or pretend like there's this perfect society where billy bush turns around and becomes like a fucking feminist like just goes on this rant to you will never objectify women but it just shows you how um one this dude you know uh will go along with anything when it comes to billy bush like his job is also ironically very similar to that the lady right like in the hierarchy of the food chain he sure i'm sure he views himself above that lady but when it comes to trump he might as well be that woman because trump basically like i'll say and do anything around you and you're gonna co-sign it yeah you're gonna co-sign it i mean he's a frat bro i want to see what happens and how he defends himself of this i don't expect anyone to be calling for his job like they did al roker for standing up to him come on um but uh somehow he'll be okay um the other part that's interesting uh is people are like well this is locker room talk and all this shit i've been in a locker room i'm just like oh white dudes put your balls away and <laughs> stop trotting them, them them balls around here dog maybe we can get put some a towel on yeah I, who talk who talks in the locker room if we being real about it nobody talks in the locker room everybody's just trying to get the fuck out of there um i don't know why that term is still around you know and you know i know people say him and hillary are the same but i don't think i'm gonna say in the pussy grabbing platform they differ yeah she yeah she she's she's not running on that platform guys yeah that's my guess i'm gonna say anti this i'm pretty confident that they are not the same when it comes to pussy grabbing but you know going for that demographic you know i'm sure ted cruz is pissed he's somewhere like you know i uh you should hear how i treated women okay i'm the i'm a serial killer i've treated women way worse than trump why y'all ain't vote for me um the other thing too though is like people defending or even the people taking offense to this have been like that woman is somebody's mother or daughter or she's also just a person and at work you know what i mean like yeah. I, I would like there's places where i would like because you know i think people in context there's like say he was at the strip club and he was like look at the titties on her in context people be like yeah okay he's at a fucking strip club that's just kind of the par for the course so it's not even about that it's it's about the you know about someone being a mother or not because everybody at strip club somebody mother daughter or something we don't care about that right. when you, nobody goes that's a father yeah yeah that's another statement that has never been uttered come on now you don't go he shouldn't be doing that 
that's a father he should be somewhere taking care of his kids where are his children i almost want to start i almost want to start that that how can you talk about him like that that's somebody's daddy or whatever you know you're a someone's dad why would you say that you know that thing but I, I don't feel like dealing with the trolls but um it's funny though because uh in in within this whole situation you know you have a people that are saying stuff like well this is how men talk this is what it is with men why are y'all so shocked why are y'all so blah 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 well if you think about it these are the same people that say not all men come on not all men are rapists uh elliot roger was uh by himself uh y'all say he hate women why y'all say we hate women we don't hate women obviously then but then something like this happens and it's like well all men do that why y'all 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 tripping so how which is it you know what i mean is it not all men or is it all men because it can't be both you know what i mean it's got to be one or the other either is it yes this is how we talk about y'all and y'all just need to fucking deal with it and we don't it's nothing wrong with it blah 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 or is it nah men, men aren't the creepy predators that you say we are you know the the, the same crew that thinks nate parker didn't do it thinks talking about women like this uh is totally you know par for the course and nobody should be creeped out by it, you know it's it's fucking weird man to 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 see people at try to conflate try to try to deny it you know while while admitting that that this what well, this is what it's like with my friends and like i said as somebody who has done the awkward and it is awkward i'm not gonna front um it would be easier to be like i'm gonna just go along with whatever y'all niggas are saying just to go along but as somebody who's done the awkward like come on man you don't gotta say this or you know you see your boy yell at some girl or something you're like hey man don't do that dog that's you know that's that's corny or whatever you know because i'm not even gonna pretend like i go on some like like i said some giant feminist jag or whatever i'll just be like hey man what you doing is corny you know i mean i just blew the horn at that girl crossing the street hey man don't do that when i'm in a car with you man that shit is whack oh man she hot i didn't say she's not attractive i just think what you doing is whack dog you you know it's bothering her obviously you probably see the look on her face right you're like you're like you're like there's no, you're not gonna what are you gonna holler at her you think she go, you gonna get a number like all you're doing is fucking up her day just drive the car yes i saw she was attractive that's as much as you needed to do right you, you, i might never be in a car with that person again because they like i don't fuck with rod i don't want to you know i don't want to do that you know what i mean yeah, i don't want my actions being judged yeah i like i said i'm not so much the first 33 seconds or whatever i'm not so much offended by that because that does ha- I'm, I'm sure that happens with everyone where women and men where you see someone attractive and mark oh that person's attractive it's the shit where you look i just grab a bitch in a pussy right <laughs> yeah dog grab that pussy. like that's when you're like oh that mm, no nah, you wouldn't do line. that yeah yeah i mean and it would be different if i thought it was joking because sometimes people say shit outlandishly as a joke and you laugh i don't think trump was joking Mm -mm. you know what i mean like i've seen like if someone said man i walk up to a bitch grab her by her hair and say you coming with me bitch and i'm like okay Okay, well clearly yeah this is a punchline yeah clearly you're i know you and you're not gonna do that and that's why that's funny is that you wouldn't do that uh not that everyone's gonna think that's funny but i i would i would probably laugh at somebody saying they were gonna do something if they know it was ridiculous and stupid right 
when somebody's like man listen man i get a woman alone i'm trying to grab that pussy man i don't give a fuck man i start kissing her yeah dog um you've been accused of rape a couple times uh you've been accused of assault and harassment before like i don't think you joking and billy bush up here kicking with it like it's all good man so ironically this was the line for some people now that part i don't understand i don't understand like why is this the line after all this shit solidarity for white women and it's one of these things when you talked about it uh it's one of those things where you know you can talk about the white women i'm not saying you can't talk about the white women but when you talk about and you and i'm not saying you can't talk about their pussies because y'all always trying to pass laws to control the pussy all i'm saying is that we've had enough like this right here was enough for them and the solidarity was white women uh, this particular white woman i don't know what happened but they decided that they have had enough and you can talk shit about all the other brown people but we don't really give a fuck about them but this white woman right here nah dog yeah, I, I honestly can't i don't know what that don't even make sense but that's i don't know what the difference is between me. i don't know what the difference is between this and his multiple insults towards megan kelly over the year right. or two i don't know why white women didn't go what the fuck he's attacking one of us then um you know uh i i i don't know why this well i have my theories there's two things I, that could that i think might be the reason some white women are now jumping ship or whatever and other prominent republicans are jumping ship so there's the two reasons right one and for the record i don't when we say jumping ship this just happened like friday mm-hmm. i expect they'll be back in formation by the time fox news airs on monday I, on. I expect most of them to be like but we still need to keep hillary from in the office because right. as much as trump hates women we hate women that's one thing we actually share that's actually a value y'all share uh fox news ain't got no room to talk about somebody's fucking sexual harassment on their airways so what what they gonna say right and to an extent they didn't when everybody else was breaking this video you know what they was talking about the motherfucking weather yeah so um here's my thing the two things i think could happen um or could be responsible i think one you have people who already have been wanting a reason to jump ship right and they could have jumped it at any time and this provided them a moment of this is so shocking we you know we can finally jump ship now yeah, but really they and not feel ashamed yeah but really his october daily surprise at this point has been uh it's been, it's shown how much of a sinking ship he is and it's like if we abandon now it won't be as bad you know maybe that's i'm thinking maybe because i don't see how this is any different from anything i don't see this how different from him calling that one woman fat and saying he's gonna deport her uh you know the woman uh that won the beauty contest that um gained weight i don't know how this is different than that that's not you know i don't know how this is different than what he said about megan kelly i don't know how this is different about any of the insults he's had towards hillary clinton it's all the same to me uh, you know people try to act like well this is the first time he's attacked white women no it's not you haven't been paying attention if you think this is the first time he attacked white women he's been talking about white women just along with everybody else that he (laughs) thinks is beneath him for well over a year if not decades like this this like this isn't white women going but i why i never like they knew he didn't like women 
and within those women were white women he never made an exception for but white women is different it was always the same so you know i don't think it's because he used the word pussy i don't think it's that I, i mean he's been vulgar for over a year you know like it's not i don't think it's i don't think it's that man i think a lot of people are trying to pull the you know white white women thought they were special no they didn't you know they were they still i still expect most of them that supported him already to be like i still support him because he's still racist enough for me he's still uh up my values yeah he's still against uh muslims he's still you know for the abortion yeah we can agree on those things so that's why i still support him um but yeah i i think the other part of this was let's say um before this they felt like well in a professional capacity donald trump doesn't really respect women and whatnot but in his private life sexually where he you know he's been accused of rape and shit like this right um which is why i never understood well he does he's been so white women never thought and personally he's not been too kind to them in his love life um maybe for some reason they thought um because he's probably exclusively attracted to white women the idea of him being predatory hit home in a way that it never has before or something but i mean a dude that got accused of rape like you know what i mean got accused of trying to sexual assault more than one like i don't this is not private information this is public information you're gonna look it up that's the only thing i can think of man because i don't know why you would jump ship today that you wouldn't have jumped ship four months ago i don't i don't get it um i don't get it man you know i've always secretly believed white women in the rnc talk a good game and then they go in there and often pull the lever for the other party i do too like yes. i i just because i don't with obama i believe yeah. a lot of those women did yeah i just don't think uh a lot of i think a lot of them talk a good game but they know push come to shove that uh they will not be protected by a lot of these laws and shit you know it's like they might for the sake of their families and shit like that you want to be together and you want your your man to feel like he the man and shit but then you go that booth and it's just you in the booth right ain't nobody no watching you yeah like man i'm not supporting the dude that won't let me uh control my own body i'm not supporting a person that thinks i shouldn't make the same wages as a man i'm not you know like their platform is untenable for most women you know even white women and i mean white women obviously often vote against their own uh interest but there's got to be a percentage of them that's like nope because i mean how the fuck else they keep losing these elections you know i don't know anyway uh uh at any rate he uh basically said he's not dropping out of the race so y'all can forget about that there's a debate tonight so this shit will probably come up there He's been trying to talk bad about um Bill Clinton to distract from the fact all the shit that he said to be like, Well Bill Clinton's a horrible husband as well. Um so you're not running. Right. So I don't give a fuck. Uh I know uh Morning Joe already defended him. Not the morning cup of Joe. Yeah, he uh, already said um so what King David had five hundred concubines. King David been there for you. What the fuck has that got to do with anything? Was he running for president? Uh, he said King David had 500 concubines for crying out loud. Um, so I guess he's okay with the uh, grabbing by the pussy stuff. And he also said, uh, you want to talk about 
donald trump but not hillary clinton and her husband so the what about black on black crime so that dude is just in the pocket man him and fucking uh chris christie man they just in that motherfucker's pocket because yeah, i think he was on a bunch of times for money joe like he constantly yeah that's the only place on. he goes because it's such a safe haven for him right because they don't do journalism and they won't hold him accountable correct so it's just easy for him to be like i'll just go on morning joe and talk about this they won't ask any questions uh <laughs> they'll let me say whatever the fuck i want um all right let's uh get into some other stuff but yeah that uh that was just i mean yeah like it is disgusting um i don't think we should have the same standards for president that we have for your average fucking rapper Mm-mm. i can't believe that's a thing that needs to be said um also you motherfuckers would never tolerate that from hillary clinton or something like if she just even had like motherfuckers that don't that won't let super predator go will let fucking grab by the pussy go which and super predator shit was 21 years ago i see y'all like niggas ain't slick man niggas ain't slick man i think uh ray sonny pointed that out on twitter um and uh and i under for that and then not all men thing um olivia pointed that out from from chicago like motherfuckers be like not all men but then trump gets caught talking all men talk like that why y'all bitches mad mm-hmm. okay cool dog got you um all right so other news oh i know right for the record i want y'all know i be caught off just like y'all i don't never know when i'm ahead either uh concerned clowns hold a clown lives matter protest in arizona <laughs> oh one of the same places that uh pass laws to get all the mexicans out okay yeah arizona so none of these clowns are mexican apparently uh they not yeah i don't know the mexican the latin the uh i don't know the Hispanic spanish descent. word i don't know the spanish word for clown Mm-mm but yeah. okay you just had to take it to the sism you just had to be racist <laughs> couldn't help yourself it's sad like clown <laughs> you, 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 the donald, you the donald trump of this show yeah uh, what they got there les Volkswagen des automobiles funny somehow Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) i'm sorry sorry latino listeners ticking creepy (laughs) ticking creepy clown sightings to the next level my mother's standing by her son's story after he says he was attacked by a knife wielding clown Take a look at the nine-year-old boy's arm here. He says he was climbing a tree outside his Michigan home, and when he got down, a clown was standing there. The boy says the clown cut him with a knife before running away. So you're saying that this is a clown attacked you here tonight and cut you with a knife? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people take this very seriously, so you have to be honest. You're not making this up at all. Are you making this up? No. Police say there was a second report involving clowns in that area. 
They say two women were walking when they were approached by people in scary clown masks carrying a baseball bat. People in Tucson getting in on the clown craze by doing something kind of out of the norm. A so-called Clown Lives Matter march is planned for October 15th. People are invited to show up wearing full clown makeup or masks. Organizers say it's a peaceful way to show clowns are not psycho killers. They say they want the public to feel safe and to not be afraid. Yeah, uh, mm -mm. I don't like this idea. Mm -mm. First of all, why don't y'all protest quietly in your own homes, clowns, okay? We don't need y'all here running around burning down the streets. Mm -mm. You know, y'all never protested clown on clown violence. What about mm -mm. that? Mm, do clowns' lives matter when y'all hitting each other with foam bats and, and breakaway chairs? No. Nah, then it's just cool, right? When y'all honk each other's noses? Disgust me, man can't believe y'all are out here trying to steal black lives matter platform with nobody's killed any clowns what are y'all what are y'all even protesting about <laughs> what are y'all even protesting about we can't even hashtag say their name because nobody killing bozo and mittens and ah! whatever the fucking weird names you guys have get out of here man fucking ridiculous clown people uh let's get to some other games <laughs> they really are disgusting people man we just fuck it with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the move the move the, the uh, section where we go around and find articles from all over the globe that have to deal with actual oppression and not just fake clown bullshit we score them from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 because we have real problems all right first one um lena dunham has finally responded to her criticism of girls and the lack of black people on it at the years uh yeah october 7 2016 she uh finally responded to the criticism she got from october 7 2010 but what did she have to say everything's just fine here people she says i think everyone's criticisms of girls were totally valid said during an interview with the breakfast club oh shit she went on the breakfast club to clear it up that's like the place you go now to talk to black people mm -hmm. uh she had tried to write from a place uh she said she had tried to write from a place of accuracy and passionate understanding which means that as a white woman herself she didn't feel like she had the authority to tell the story of, of racially marginalized women uh she went on to name other women like Issa ray and jenny connor who are better equipped to support to support female voices of color um so yeah it seemed to be let's see why we totally think nah, 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 nah. dunham did say she learned about intersectional feminism and about what white feminists do not have a great history of carrying their black sisters along with them one thing she says she sure on she never wants to see another poster where that's four white girls um so just you know there's only four white women on it no black people no women of color you know um all right i mean we'll see i think what's interesting about this is six years to respond you know and if it wasn't for that odell beckham getting carried to the carpet shit she probably would have never responded to this stuff um another thing i find interesting is um 
when you're you kind of make that switch over to power broker because people that run their own shows you are a power broker you choose who gets to be on your platform you could put a black woman in your writing room you know you could uh uh you you could uh tell hbo like yo y'all should look into this and this person and uh you know because um, i mean she got her job because judd apatow looked out for her he, he didn't have to do that he could have kept looking out for white dudes somebody always got to take a chance you know and once you kind of get in the door and you get a little influence you go hey and so that's the thing i would advise like who are the voices you are looking for because i don't think i always thought the criticism of wanting her to write black women was ridiculous i always thought it was ridiculous i was like she probably can't do it and she probably would do it horribly and we would be going i wish this bitch didn't put no black people on her show that's really what would have happened in my opinion but that doesn't mean she couldn't have a hired a black writer to be like let's we want to write a black character into the show but we want to do it with some realism and some level of uh like keep it humorous still um how like what are your suggestions um or like i said oh i looked at this web series and this person you know maybe i can help get them an interview with hbo so hbo can you know because you can be instrumental that way and influential without having to come out and be like in public like pat on the back like i got her this job but you can just it'll be it'll basically get out there when that person's like oh yeah if it wasn't for so-and-so i wouldn't have got this gig you know which is one way i think a lot of people don't even consider helping uh because you as a creative now that you have leverage you should use some of it you know if you believe in this shit i just think she probably never even thought about this until she got like really called out because she's probably been um painting herself as the victim to these black women bullies for six years that's my guess is she before this she would have been like black women are just being unreasonable and they want me to write characters that i can't even do and if i would write them they would be like this is racist so i'm not even gonna do it and i don't need them to support my show so i'm not gonna worry about getting their their views so basically fuck them and then when she got called out this year and tried to run through that hater shit and everybody was like nah then she kind of got stuck and that's probably why she's coming out now being like all right i'm you know i'm i'm at least listening i have heard what y'all said and i realized all that y'all your critique was valid and um you know i'm not the person to do that shit now i wonder what happened there's also in a room full of black people she's talking to and i would like to know what happens after this like if you really mean it what what kind of thing are you planning what's your next project what um you know who do you support who do you help get on like do you think about adding women of color to your to your uh writing room do you think about that kind of shit because to me that's where the difference happens it doesn't happen with you just doing an interview and thinking it goes away like nate parker you gotta show the work afterwards so anyway zero to 100 karen oh she getting 100 for me all right there you go just lena dunham 100 yep she she get 100 for me because for me um i need to see actions you Mm -hmm. know uh because you people have been calling you out on this stuff for a very long time you've ignored them you brushed them off. You didn't take any of their critiques seriously because you didn't feel like you need you you actually needed their viewer your viewership. Mm-hmm. Um, you've said ignorant stuff and you said dumb stuff 
for a very, very long time, particularly, you know, towards, you know, black women and calling them bullies, you know, calling them trying to shout you out. And you've always been protected by the white women feminist brigade that comes in with their shields and, and their swords and, and, and shit like that. So they've placed you up on a pedestal, regardless if you ask for it or not. That's irrelevant. But the problem is that now you are in a place of power. I feel the same way about her, and I'm starting to feel more and more the same way about uh, um Tina Fey, you get in these places of power because you're quote unquote fighting against the man. Okay. And that's Mm -hmm. cool. That's cool. Okay. Everybody's trying to fight against the man. I'm with you there. But once you quote unquote get into the spot where you become the man, even though you're not physically the man, you become the man as far as you're able to make decisions, executive decisions. You're able to, to, to say who get hired, who gets fired, who's going to be on your white staff. Whenever you get to this point, you become the white man. And all of a sudden, all this fighting inequality that you quote unquote claim, it doesn't matter anymore because you got what you wanted and fuck everybody else so until i see actions and i mean like real actions not just words because that's the thing when it comes to a lot of feminism um, um feminism uh people of color are tired of white women giving them words you've been giving us words for fucking decades and years we're tired of words words mean absolutely positive that's a motherfucking thing to me i want to see actions where are the white women on your staff where are the white women helping you pick these wait people? the white women i mean they're not white women the black women oh, i'm gonna say they there oh oh oh, oh <laughs> they there i'm sorry i'm sorry they there at full force and that's the problem you got too right. many of them too too many beckys in, in the room um and where are the the black women to help you pick and and go through these executive decisions and all this stuff uh what is your project your next project after girls you know and it's one of those things where it's okay if you get to the point to where you like hey you've been like fuck black women for years okay cool and it might sound sad but to an extent i don't care if you're on that horse but then don't try to come to me and act like it's a concern now because it's fucking up your, your PR. No, mm-hmm. you know, you really don't care. You don't care. And the only reason why you care now because it fucked your PR up so bad till you goddamn had to address it. Before when people were complaining, it never got to a point that you had to address it. But now it got to a point where you had to address it. And the problem I have is that are you addressing it because you want shit to go away? Are you addressing it because it's a real change? And time will tell. So until then, you get a hundred. Yeah, you know, it's funny too because um she has been brushing it off as haters. Even um Amy Schumer, when she first came to uh Lena Dunham's defense, it was like these haters, am I right, girl? Like the white women are good for that, where their critique of men and white specifically white men and male privilege is valid and then when you say anything about them and racial the like the racism and stuff that they can perpetuate or the the idea that you know they'll be like there's nothing funny about blanketed blank but then when you're like well there's nothing funny to me about you know you making these nigger jokes that's different you know what i mean and 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 you're hating there is something about that that is just such a huge source of hypocrisy and it's it's, it's very difficult to ignore uh yeah i'll give her a hundred too because uh six years dog because you did not care yeah six years dog six years that's such a long time six years and then basically you end up talking to a black man about odell beckham jr and then you're like oh these black women had a point too months later right it's um yeah it is all over the top it's specifically um considering that um october 4th she just put out a uh there was an article put out about how she felt inappropriately cornered by a male tv producer um and 
talked about you know how uh he would say inappropriate shit to her because you know people see her work and they think she's the quote-unquote fun girl and you can talk to her about you know all the inappropriate shit because she you know she's just one of the boys as far as they're concerned but this is also her brand and her like that's a professional thing you don't know that that's her really maybe she's like that maybe she's not but just because you saw her tv show don't mean you know her to be like so i can walk up to you and be like so you you into sucking dicks right (laughs) ha 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 like what nigga you can't just do that you know so um yeah apparently she said she was allegedly uh cornered uh within five minutes of meeting um this uh producer and the person that said this was jenny connor who's a showrunner for girls um and he said something about you know uh yeah he asked to have dinner alone the following night um he showed her a lewd photo of an actress uh by the male producer and asked dunham to meet with her uh and the lewd photo apparently was like from a tv show or something but it looked like she was sucking dick or something um the director asked lena to have dinner alone then following night with an actress on the show he works on not because he thought they should meet but because he wanted lena to provide the actress uh persuade the actress to show her tits or at least some badge on tv surely lena could make a compelling argument after all he continued you would show anything even your asshole um uh, the producer then went on to critique the cruelly and cruelly evaluate the bodies of women on his show despite this Donald's discomfort according to connor it's easy to speculate what might what might be said to women working with him under him depending on his approval some of the male co-workers in their group attempted to shrug off the incident suggesting afterward that the producer seemed very drunk oh phew that explains everything connor added when women get drunk they are asking for it. when men get drunk they don't mean it the girl direct the girl's director went on to explain her decision to address the incident writing that she was sick of protecting people from their own behavior and refused to do it anymore it's not enough to be mad it's not enough to know it's wrong it's one, the only thing standing between men and outdated hideous behavior is their ability to get away with it our voices are our superpower um i'll say this uh it would have been interesting not interesting after all that shit she still ain't name his name that tells you how rigged the whole system is you 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 can describe every single act this person did in detail but even you who are saying i'm speaking up and i'm risking all this shit to show people that you need to leave us even you know you better not say his name not because of how powerful that person is because you because this person knows who they are if this happened this person is like that was me fuck you blah 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 i'm never gonna work with you again blah blah blah, right so that person knows who they are and they know lena dunham told which is some dry snitching shit but whatever like uh seemed more like this would be lena's story to tell but maybe she got permission i don't know the point being you you that person knows so it's not about that personal relationship you don't want to say his name because it's going to affect your standing in the industry right you are now the snitch it is very much still a old boys industry it's very much a white dominated industry so you're basically saying i can't come out and tell you who it was i can tell you everything they did but it's just brave for me to even say what they did because me saying i'm not afraid and it's time to da 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 i'm not gonna say their name because i am afraid you know ultimately you are afraid and i'm not saying you're wrong for being afraid I completely understand I want to risk your career over something that probably happens more often than people care to admit. Right. Here's the thing, though. You can see all the shade and fucked upness with this gender shit, 
but then when someone brings up something racially which is still something that people face to be like this industry as sexist as it is it's also racist and you go you're just being a hater that's why you get a hundred that's why you get a hundred because because it's that it's that hypocrisy and that irony that just it's too much man it's just too much to to tolerate to be like how the fuck can you see one thing but not the other it's just the same shit it all flows from the same fucking tree man <sighs> all right 100 obviously um here's one um carries mlk celebration to include former naacp leader rachel dolezal carry north carolina y'all i don't know how far that is from here near uh, riley durham okay yeah somebody's like how far is that from y'all i was like first of all i'm not driving out nowhere to protest this bitch second of all <laughs> um uh carry i don't even i've never been to carry i don't know where carry is so it's, it's like a little small town yeah it's like you y'all should go out there i was like for what mm-hmm. to do what i don't agree boo I hope y'all know we're not activists. I don't know how crystal clear we can. We need to make this really crystal clear. We are not activists. We talk about shit. Shit matters to us, but we are not activists, y'all. Right. They, yeah. I was like, I'm like going out there with a sign to be like one of the six black people. Like for real. That's all my sign would say. Really? With a three question marks. <laughs> Mom would just have uh, clappy black hand emojis. Right. <laughs> uh organizers want the town's annual mlk dream fest celebration in january to highlight doc- dr martin luther king's values through discussions on race relations and racial identity they both national they hope nationally known speakers like former naacp leader rachel dolas out of washington state will facilitate the dialogue the theme of the, it, yo it is the height of white privilege that she continues to work the fact in black spaces niggas are so forgiving we are so good with the but it's different like we like her heart bless her heart it was in the right place oh like black people in this country are so fucking forgiving in mass to even exist here we have to be but my god i just the level you know not to mention i'm sure part is facilitated by black men and shit that just never ever had a problem with her Mm -hmm. you know the she got a fat ass and she tried demographic mm. <laughs> you know to, to put on my cape and fly down and be like you sisters need to stop you know i'm sure uh the people some of the people in charge of this they never had a problem with her Mm-mm. but uh yeah i mean when we saw the natural hair thing that she was speaking at that that was a black woman in charge of that mm-hmm. just it was like oh my gosh i got the criticism yes bitch yes you did people still have a problem with her right you couldn't find no real black people the theme of the annual celebration is healing race relations through conversation and participation attendees will be able to delve into this theme through a variety of events including the international diversity summit at the carry Arts center featuring panel discussions with community and religious leaders dolazal who was born to white parents drew national attention last year after resigning as president of ncaa chap naacp chapter in spokane washington following allegations that she lied about her racial identity we choose uh we chose a person like rachel dolezal that has been depicted as a major villain through media because of her preference of racial identity her preference said al cohen oh mm, a dude ceo of jera management group and yet 
she didn't steal from anybody didn't murder anybody didn't rob anybody she only had an affinity for a group of people she served her community well well here's the thing you could argue that she did steal from people she stole opportunities to speak that black women uh should have gotten because she did it under the guise of being black so you know if someone hired you to uh, I think the session ended oh cool all right let me start a new one hold on oh my goodness I'm sorry, I didn't, I lost track of that. Nah, it's all good, it's all good, Karen. We were all rooting for you. Today. I was rooting for you! We were all rooting for <laughs> you! How dare you! Mm-hmm. I let y'all down. I'm sorry, people. I'm so sorry. I know everybody was like, my screen went black! Yeah, um, let me see here. Um, alright, I've just created a session. Um, <laughs> call the audience. And, prepare to go live and i will add you back to the screen uh-huh. as well um and invited you to the screen and i'm going live all right there we go sorry about that but um yeah so uh you know uh yeah right yeah, uh yeah he's of the jira management group so maybe he's not of the naacp so maybe he's just her manager and yeah she didn't steal from anybody did she didn't murder anybody she didn't rob anybody well there were some serious strange crimes reported at the time some hate crimes they never got to some threats she said she received that they never verified and then she dipped the fuck out before they really could get into that so i don't know if we really can just say she's harmless because she may have faked hate crimes including one involving her own child like what are we doing here uh she only had an affinity for a group of people she served the community well her expected appearance has gained national attention with reports from fox news usa today uh this is the third year that jira management is organizing the saturday activities of the three-day celebration um so, i mean it's just carried north carolina so i don't know how big the celebration is um if it's really you know um a huge deal i can't you know can't really say um he also uh heard so it says uh oh there will be a screening of and still i rise a feature documentary about my angelo on sunday as well as community service activities to help maintain the beautifully uh, beautify the area um while much of the event is ironed out a keynote speaker has yet to be selected uh cohen said he believes a keynote speaker will encourage a conversation about healing the race relations and the role people can play about racial uh, healing what if she's a keynote speaker uh he anticipates dolazai will help bring about similar discussions she is expected to participate in a structured conversation with representatives of the naacp and african-american studies professors from area universities to allow fuller understanding of how she has come to view racial identity and what we might learn from her perspective that's another thing like people have propped her up as like this important bellwether for race relations well she's just like a footnote in history at best like well we definitely need her perspective <laughs> like nah i don't think so <laughs> she sees it different than everybody else so let's put her on a pedestal <laughs> oh man uh, i failed to see how somebody oh yeah some carry town council members reported receiving emails from residents 
who were concerned about her involvement uh councilman don france agreed with their concerns i fail to see how somebody who lives a lie adds value to an honest discussion about real racial issues in this country i fail to understand the logic behind that decision if the goal is to have an honest conversation about racism in america but cohen said including donald's Al in the event will help emphasize the values that king championed during his life including unconditional love forgiveness and equality for all we're not trying to win everybody but we are trying to remind everyone what the true values are in life no i think from now people are using us publicity stunt i've yeah. just come to that conclusion mm-hmm. that you're using that just so people would talk about your event and mlk thinks fucking um they act like mlk was jesus like mlk ain't have no room no time for this i mean now uh, he probably would have tried to, to, to knock rachel dolezal off i mean come on but as far as like put her on a pedestal as a speaker for the movement i doubt that man like this isn't his dream like this is mlk's dream i swear people think everything mlk dream now it's like you know what mlk dreamed that one day we'd be able to beat these women into the face you're like it's the way to what yeah mlk dreamed of your right to street harass right you know don lemon is mlk's dream uh uh Kane is mlk's dream like everybody's mlk's dream these days sarah palin's mlk dream like damn these ones had a long ass dream I, what speech y'all listen to uh so yeah um councilman laurie councilwoman laurie bush disagreed with france saying she believes dolezal may be the spark that is needed to draw out an open discussion about racism my best my favorite part of this is we all know that ain't shit about to happen right carry north carolina's naacp mlk uh celebration will not solve racism that's i look i hate to be the one to bet against them but i'm my thing is i'm gonna be going to limb and say rachel dolas out showing up will not solve racism a hundred for me karen oh yeah a hundred because it's her I want mm. her to go away. I've been said that, and I will continue to stand by that stance. Go away. A black architect was humiliated when Seattle Bank refuses to believe her paycheck was real. Uh, she was questioned and humiliated on Wednesday when she attempted to deposit her paycheck into her account at a new bank. Bank personnel apparently refused to believe the check was real. This is one of those things that's infuriating as a black person because we know it's happening because we black, but it gives every white person plausible deniability when they hear this. Well, maybe it's because she just had opened an account. How many times you just open an account and motherfucker gonna take your check though? It just never happened to you. It only I mean, come on now. If it ain't right, you gonna feed my ass anyway. Cast a fucking check. Right. Coincidentally, I'm the one black person in here, and I'm also the one person y'all having a problem putting my check in my account. Okay um yeah friday uh trish doolin an architect who recently moved to take a job with nelson inc in seattle uh basically had this happen to her because she just arrived at the firm her direct deposit had not been established so she drove to the key bank to deposit her check in person she deposited a check and then went about her business hours later she received a call from the bank asking her to return to the branch a banker uh who buzzfeed identified as thor loberg so they couldn't have verified this without her she need to come back can he he escorted her to a cubicle and began to ask a number of probing questions he asked my profession he then asked why the company's headquarters was in philadelphia then he asked if hr could verify that i was an employee there at no point did the bank representative ask for doolin's id she said but called the company he called the company and when he couldn't get anyone on the phone he told her that uh he would have to hold the check for nine days while they verified the funds fuck you give my check back and i'll close this goddamn bank account fuck you 100 Mm mm-hmm 
Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I don't blame you. Um, when I realized that I was defending who I was, trying to prove to someone I didn't know who I was, I knew I was being discriminated against. Uh, I was just, it was just completely demeaning. Around 4.30 p.m. Wednesday afternoon, she called the bank, spoke to a woman who assured her that he, Loberg is far from racist. And that he would have done, she, he would have done the same thing to any customer. In the end, the customer service representative released her check into her account. She made sure to tell me that she was sorry that I was having a bad day. And at the end of the conversation, she told me, go have a drink or something. <gasps> what? Cause she was probably upset. And, and, and was even fucked up. The dude made me go back to the bank, but I'm talking to you and you immediately released my funds. Yeah, fuck y'all. Yeah, close. You immediately what my phone? Release her phone. Yeah, close this guy. But see, account. he's far from racist, Karen, and he would do this to anybody. Okay, so I don't know don't what you're talking about. Get a motherfucking drink. I'm and why don't you go, up. Karen? Why don't you go get you a drink? Okay, because right now you seem to be a bit upset. Mm-hmm. You, get you a sure drink, you don't want to go to the kitchen? And, oh Jesus! Oh. Who are you because i've been talking to somebody's manager somebody's supervisor yeah yeah because the, you know the, the funny thing about it and, and uh, i know roger has talked about this uh most of the time like y'all really hadn't seen me angry uh but yeah roger know that i can get really really aggressive i think one time i got so aggressive on uh at&t uh uh university roger had to call me off he he, he had he he turned around and, and told me to uh calm down and by the time he called they gave us back like double the money we requested and got discount i think they flagged our account because every time i called they'd be like you want to speak to a manager supervisor uh-huh mm-hmm. i'm not the one i know uh, nobody was accusing you of being the one i i know you're not the one i'm I just uh, I feel her pain, y'all. I'm sorry. Mm, Particularly wow. being a black woman, too. Bitch, what I work at, why does that goddamn matter? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I ain't mad at you. Uh, she said, I live in a world where no matter what's in my brain or purse, no matter how I wear my hair, no matter how fabulous I look, when I walk out the door, I'm still black. People still clutch their purses when I walk past. She said, she's not sure how to tell her employer about this employ- humiliating uh, ordeal when you're black you can you can't go marching around saying i've been discriminated against um it's that silent pain you see you can still hurt but you just don't do it loudly yeah don't do it too loudly right and it's also one of those things too where at the end of the day you know money talks and this and, and, and the sad part about it is why do i have to threaten you to close my account for somebody to take my plight seriously mm-hmm. you know why should i have to be like and I'm pretty sure from what they're describing, that check was pretty significant. That's why it flagged in the first place. Mm-hmm. She, she ain't coming up with no chump change. That was a big ass check. Or they, it might not. I mean, what we do know she's like an architect or something, but right. it might not even have to be the volume. It might not even have nothing to do with how much money the check was. True. It might just be you're a black person. We ain't heard of this country co- company before you what are you an architect yeah uh we gonna have to hold this for 10 days because we don't believe this black people don't be doing architect come on dog come on how dare you can be that smart i'm surprised he asked for her degrees yeah um but uh yeah you know i i think you should just you should all calm down and go get a drink okay guys always be polite and 
promise, Mama, you'll keep your hands inside. Is it a gun? Is it a knife? Is it a wallet? This is your life. It ain't no secret. It ain't no secret. <laughs> no secret, my friend. You can get killed just for living in your American skin. Oh. I'm surprised she didn't tell her to go get a chicken crisp, uh, a crispy chicken wrap. Uh, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, yeah, it's been a hundred since you started this story. Yeah, I had to say it's a hundred as well, guys. Uh, everybody knows one of my favorite rappers is Logic. Mm-hmm. You know, Logic, the, the rapper who, uh, well, I'll say one of my favorite rap albums, Under Pressure, because I tried to get into some of his other stuff and it was just okay. It wasn't, Under Pressure was like a fucking, that shit knocks. Yeah, I, I like that album. I really hadn't heard too much of his other albums, but that's, one of my favorite albums well you know his thing is uh he's of mixed race but people call him some people are like he's white and he looks white or whatever he's very light-skinned um nerdy looking dude um but i'm pretty sure he's of mixed race um so he has a new album comic coming out called africa aryan um okay. africa and aryan in the same word combined africa aryan uh and um people are like what the fuck does that even mean why would you take africa and aryan and put them in the same sentence aryan is typically associated with things such as the aryan nation hitler's ideal of uh aryan uh aryans being the, the best race of whiteness and stuff so he explained it um in an interview let me see how i play this audio for you guys um um so here we go wait play uh, but it's 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 a it's it's two words that i put together and basically the definition of it is the cultural evolution of man uh from scientifically proven the first man and, and woman uh from africa and then how over time uh uh culturally evolving into a you know lighter and lighter and much more fairer skin so the album uh is going to be called africarian and it's no real shit and it's about it's about me being black and white and seeing life from from two sides and once again about that cultural evolution and how you can go from the darkest of skin to the lightest of skin or the Aryan brotherhood if you will who believe that they're pure of blood when at the end of the fucking day we all have you know that that in our blood and we all have so so many different uh, ethnicities in in our blood no matter how pure we think that we are and that at the end of the day life uh, should all be should be about uh, peace love and positivity and equality for all every man woman and child that walks the earth and and that's what i'm saying on this entire album i'm gonna buy that record i'm gonna buy that record all right karen i don't have a problem with it let me hear it and then i'll make a decision if african-american Aryan nation is good (laughs) uh i'm gonna say i got a 50 just off the name i don't like he already fucking with me dog i don't know where you going with this logic uh, I hope that the album quits any trepidation that the title gives me, but I didn't even really like the explanation of the whole evolution from the dark skin culturally to the white skin. It just feels kind of like, I, I, I just hope you know what you're doing, bro, because this is one of those things, times all that where, matters to me is it flames or not. You know, a lot of times, uh, biracial people be on this gotta be both sides type shit 
when it don't have to be both sides you know where it's like i'm not trying to tell you to hate white people or hate your white side or no one's asking you to do that but some situations it's okay to just be like okay yeah that was fucked up white people historically fucked that up and not feel like i gotta explain this to black people on how it's kind of all our fault you know what i mean so i hope he's not on that i know that happens sometimes and uh you know i'm a little worried with that explanation man but uh hopefully it's good you know the dude can wrap his ass off um mm-hmm. i mean if nothing else maybe i think we can all kind of agree that he can wrap his ass off i think that's uh a place where we can uh you know i think that's a place where we can we can move on all right uh anyway next Get out the seat and jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Jump up, jump up and get down. I'll serve your ass like John McEnroe. Pick the girl steps up. I'm smacking a hoe. shotgun all right all right that's right it's white people shit uh white people news guys the fbi will not prosecute brad pitt over alleged altercation with his son maddox as law enforcement sources say the agency should not have been involved in the first place that's right they shouldn't even have been involved in the first place y'all uh they finally admit it all right now obviously there's plenty of black people that got killed that the fbi didn't investigate over that period of time they probably could have used their resources there but what we most importantly know at this point is they should not have been worried about what the fuck was happening with brad pitt on the airplane that was just not it's a little too much guys so luckily we know now the fbi has concluded that investigation we know they should have never ever fucking been investigating ah. that at all so there you guys go hmm. but uh they'll continue to gather facts and uh you know in all in the meantime uh Gwyneth paltrow is trying to serve as a mediator for brad pitt and angelina jolie as they sort through their bitter divorce must be looking for one of those conscious uncouplings <laughs> that we've heard so much about <laughs> she gonna feed those kids with six limes two avocados and some uh grapes oh. <laughs> a bottle of wine 
so yeah thank you gwyneth for getting involved you know the blonde beauty is helping to serve as mediator between the two is added paltrow feels she has good tips on how to make a split amicable after she consciously uncoupled from chris martin in 2014 yeah i hope you have enough resources you know all you're gonna have is that avocado mayo that she got you to last the whole divorce well she's with the real niggas in in paris so you know that's really what matters um so thank you gwyneth for you know in our time of crisis stepping up to the plate to uh to do something about this mm-hmm. uh let's see what else happened um how about this one uh kate hudson and courtney cox enjoyed a girls night out with fun loving pals oh, which means we don't know who these other bitches are that's really what ah, that means yeah it does fun loving pals it's like when they say who's the new mystery boo in so-and-so's life we don't know who this person is and we hadn't found out and we too lazy to care right they be trying to disguise it like with the fun loving friends you mean not famous that's what we call y'all behind y'all back better get verified uh yeah i'm trying i'm trying (laughs) uh the party involves celebrating caviar um the blonde actress joined a group of her fun-loving pals including courtney cox toby mcguire's wife jennifer meyer and her sisters at the home of absolute elix ceo jonas tollin for a shindig on thursday dressed to impress in a black vest top and trousers her blonde hair blow-dried into a sleek style kate seemed as always to be at the center of the fun <laughs> we know we know kate likes to be at the center of the fun i mean that's one of the things we have consistently said about her on the show uh kate and uh you know courtney are just some very fun party girls um she and her close group of friends smiled for the cameras as they snapped selfies at the private hollywood home whitney port and sisters sarah and aaron foster were also in attendance what (laughs) child are you serious right now i had no idea the bash was in honor of roe caviar and the guest made sure to plug the pricey brand and all their social media updates of which predictable predictably there were many celebrating at roe caviar at sj meyer 02 at concept tarts at kate hudson at sarah foster at aaron foster at absolute y absolutely x wrote jewelry designer jennifer in a post with kate retweet which kate retweeted well kate that was just lazy okay <laughs> they didn't invite you to have they caviar for you to just retweet the post you supposed to make your own post adding the caviar too now that's just not that's not classy at all ah, that's not no not at all uh having spent the afternoon trying on sunglasses and snapchatting the results to her friends kate settled to sharing a video of her cocktail served in a coconut shell with a sparkler in the lid oh shit not the sparkler meanwhile when not on the party circuit the mother of 2k has been busy promoting her new movie Deepwater horizon mm, you gonna show us that video nope in an interview while plugging the film last month she spoke about forgiving her father bill hudson for abandoning her and her brother oliver she insists she bears no ill will towards hudson who publicly disowned her and oliver last year she said his oh, issues shit are just something that he has to live with and that must be painful for him i forgive him there'll always be an inability for me to understand my father forgiveness is in in any aspect of something that is complex is the greatest tool and though the almost famous star is sad that she had no relationship with her biological father she claims that the vision has made her a stronger person asked by dj howard stern 
if she speaks the bill she says i don't it is very sad i have very thick skin because of it damn howard stern still in the game good for him still shocking these motherfuckers on the airwaves yeah did he make her put a speaker under a pussy afterwards or what <laughs> if it was his daughter then yeah he was like now put this microphone in your pussy <laughs> he's made a whole career off of that i wonder if he still does that i don't i don't know i haven't listened to him in a long time i haven't um ever since uh he's out that show on e that's the last time i really heard of howard stern yep, he still but i know he's making yeah he's making mad money dog i wonder what he's he been do doing now like 20 30 years yeah i think that's what a lot of these uh other podcasters have modeled themselves after when you'd be like oh this person is stupid or they say all kinds of ridiculous shit i think a lot of them have just modeled themselves after him they're like i'll say anything um you know because that's people people have proven that they'll listen to anything so i mean if you say something crazy you know they'll listen to it anyway um maybe i don't think so i think i I mean we have black shock jocks at this point and it's clearly that you know they, they'll say anything true 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 but when i mean to get to where he is mm-hmm. no to to that level to be around i think only because he's white that's why he's been there now with the generational shift yeah more black people start coming up i can see some black people in the next so many years being to his level where he at but you know he was like the person that kind of started that off and made it a trend and made a lifestyle off of it yeah yeah and it's only because he's white in my opinion mm-hmm um all right well um let's do one more i'm deeply sorry Jenna kramer's cheating husband mike Carlson, apologized for the pain he has caused mm. well it's about goddamn time we have been uh, waiting uh, on this apology for, for literally time. seconds for seconds i had never heard of these people until i read this title but now i'm like when the fuck you gonna apologize i know right Woo, this a lot you know we was too much i'm a big fan of uh mike carlson if that's how you say his name i don't know who this white man is oh i was rooting for him i was rooting for you we were all rooting for you how dare you Mm mm-hmm as soon as i heard he got a relationship with janna kramer i was like uh don't let me down. down my nigga don't let me down man if you let me down i don't know what i'd do he uh apparently apologized for the pain he caused the country star oh that's what she does okay mike was admitted to sex rehab <laughs> where people with privilege go after they cheat uh <laughs> I just want to be rich enough to go to sex rehab when i fuck up my relationship that's all just want that much money oh no baby it wasn't that i was cheating on it's the sex rehab i'm just addicted to fucking these other women that's all i need to go back again yeah i just gotta one more trip should do it um when you go to sex rehab it's just a bunch of people watching netflix and it's like don't be fucking other women okay all right my bad um <laughs> after this after his wife accused, accused him of like sex rehab rehabilitation they don't have 12 steps they just had a one step stop fucking these other women okay okay oh is that simple okay <laughs> yep just just follow the one step and uh just make sure you call your sponsor uh every day and tell them see if they following the step check in with your parole officer all right slap a doo head back out there guys <laughs> good luck just stop fucking them bitches god bless you 
after his uh after his wife accused him of cheating on her multiple times but before both before and after their marriage mm. well you did marry him cheating ass man now the former washington redskins football player 29 has spoken on his regret at the hurt he caused i acknowledge that certain actions and behaviors will cause uh cause issues in my marriage and i'm deeply sorry for the pain i've caused Jana. uh i have and will continue to take the steps needed to change who i am as a person in order to be a better husband and father they share a daughter baby daughter jolie nine months i know named after angela jolie so that baby gonna be fucked up kramer kramer who is uh currently competing on dancing with the stars has been open about the hurt she felt after realizing nfl star being unfaithful the one tree hill star told oh she's not too good for her told the magazine of her third husband mike was the biggest of the betrayals because it was the first time in the relationship that i truly loved that the version of me i didn't feel i had to prove i was good enough i was vulnerable and finally at peace with myself but i was fooled the circle songstress was 19 when she wed the 36 year old michael gambino in las vegas after only two weeks of dating and divorced in the following year he was abusive and very convicted uh, and was convicted of attempted murder after Ooh. an attack left kramer bloodied and bruised serving six years jesus oh wow he only got six years for attempted murder wow before her brief marriage to Carlson, Kramer was briefly engaged to Brantley Gilbert before her divorce from second husband Jonathan. Hey man, you be marrying niggas quick, dog. You gotta slow down. You be hopping on the train too fast, man. You can take a, go get a drink. Yeah, and that's the case. Yeah, I would get a drink in this instance. Yeah. <laughs> Just date. Just try dating for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she one of those people that's like chronically addicted to the fact that, uh, if if we're dating we gotta get married because i can't be fucking you without no ring yeah maybe she like you know because that's what i always think when people be like i got married seven times i'm like so pretty much every time you got ready to fuck somebody he's like you gotta put a ring on this mm-hmm. like that's mm, well hey you can get them to do it no power to you dog um all right let's see let's go to uh guess the race guys let's play some guess the race you guys you guys into that and all anybody in out there like that game now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going all around podcast man we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and karen too and they are as you can tell from her comments earlier racist um before we get into guess the race let me just say guess the race brought to you by loot crate that's right loot crate is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt to save three dollars off of your new subscription uh october's theme is hard uh they're basically trying to hook you up with the best of like nightmare on elm street the walking dead friday the 13th texas chainsaw massacre and halloween um and also you know if you want to get you know a little bit more um you know a little bit more into it you can get loot wear okay uh upgrade yourself man upgrade yourself you know get that loot that 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 loot wear so you can uh you know get that big loot man they can give you wearable items and stuff um and then also you can take it to the next level okay 
um let me show you what they sent us guys okay loot crate dx is listen this is where it's at okay it is this is where it's at it's where i opened this box and just started screaming it's okay every dime y'all first of all they gave us a motherfucking delorean dog from they gave us uh back to the future delorean time machine yeah, we'll be giving that one away. uh one yeah one to 24 uh um um actual like uh ratio for the size mm-hmm. is die cast metal comes with a little stand i got this shit sit it, the antenna is in the box i got one sitting on my shelf right now we're gonna give one of these away mm-hmm. okay guys but um the doors even open up the suicide doors y'all okay the suicide doors work okay marty mcfly was in this bitch shining i'm just saying uh they also gave us this t-shirt that's what a forgot uh it's for something i forgot the name of it no i got it right here child i got it right here super seven paper airplane raglan um i just thought the shirt was okay i'm gonna be honest with you. then they gave us mad max fury road um like the official it. companion book to the to the movie mm-hmm. whole bunch of detailed shit like uh set photos and all that stuff and um whatnot this is my favorite thing Mm-hmm. We definitely be giving this away. They gave us uh the Transformers uh tote, tote bag. Like it's got the Autobot signature on the uh, uh sigil on the front. It's a messenger bag. You can also wear it like a book bag mm-hmm. where it straps around your shoulder. Ugh. Oh. Oh yeah, and then they always give you these pins and stuff too. We got the, the pin that came with it. Um so yeah, man, um the DX is where it's at, man. Yeah, so, and then the, on the box, you can actually set it up as a display. And then the inside of the box, it has, like, the Back to the Future with the DeLorean on it. Mm-hmm. So if you follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, I posted pictures of everything with the displays of this one and uh, the loot wear. Anyway, man, that Loot Crate DX is where the fuck is at, dog. Every, Every month, it's like, what? So yeah, make sure you guys do that, man. Lootcrate.com slash TVGWT. All right. Um, let's get into these articles. A Virginia mother is facing felony charges after police say she left her three young daughters home alone while she vacation while she vacationed for four or five days in Mexico with her boyfriend. Shit. That's right. Ada Stovall, 30, of Henrico, was arrested Friday on three felony counts of child abuse and neglect court records alleged alleged that stovall left her 11 year old daughter and twin eight-year-old daughters without supervision for two days in september while she and her boyfriend traveled to cancun mexico 11 is the oldest child 11 is the oldest child taking to taking care of uh two eight-year-olds not a fan Mm -mm. this is why i tell people everybody don't need to be parents Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm um so apparently uh she left for mexico on september 13th and the police learned of the situation september 16th uh nbc 12 reported that a judge revealed uh in court friday that authorities launched an investigation after the oldest daughter told a school principal that she and her sisters had been left alone a neighbor told the station stovall asked two other nearby residents to check on the kids periodically a couple days before she left I mean, how do you not agree to that? But at the same time, how do you not call the cops? Like, no, this is wrong. And you know what? And it depends on how she, she probably explained. She did it. I guarantee you, 
the parent the, the adults that she told she didn't tell them she was gonna leave she was like i'm going to work da, da, da. just periodically come by and check on my children you know i'll be back and forth i guarantee you the adults didn't know that she was just ghost mm. like like because any any most adults would have been like bitch no and i'm calling the cops on your ass if i find out you're leaving mm. One of the neighbors, a 67-year-old woman, said Stovall approached her asking if she would watch her three children for five days. It was the first time the two women ever spoke. What? She was going to just give her children to a stranger. You never spoke to this person before. According to neighbor, Stovall told her that the 11-year-old daughter could, would cook and do laundry for herself and her sisters. Court filings indicate the 30-year-old did not leave an emergency contact number when she left. <gasps> i mean i guess she's like i'm gonna be in cancun girl i'm gonna be drunk i ain't gonna be able to like if you call me you ain't gonna get through it ain't gonna be nothing to talk about uh-uh. what's up girl uh i'm sucking dick right now let me call you right back <laughs> that was gonna be her mama when they when the, mama we the stove on fire let me call you back i'm sucking dick right now um she was arrested by u.s customs agents when she returned to the country in florida she of course florida she's extradited back to virginia and she has been denied bond on friday an emotional miss stovall appeared in the court via video conference denied the allegations against her uh she was barred from having any contact with her children it's a conspiracy the neighbors in on it come on girl it's a conspiracy your ass was in mexico right right your daughters came and told the police i told the principal they was home alone but it's a conspiracy you did it come on man come on buddy anyway uh stovall was barred from having any contact with her children except the permission of the court appointed guardian uh all right karen guess the race what was her name again her name is let's see first name her name is ada stovall a-i-d-a she black karen's going with black all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe okay um mama gotta have a life too jody (laughs) whiter than the heroin pandemic in rhode island (laughs) shock stock the fridge with Velveeta before she left white black woman black woman went on the tom joiner cruise (laughs) she is friends with drea black she left them home alone like they were yorkies white one whose paycheck requires a nine-day hold at the bank (laughs) (laughs) she was black (laughs) some of y'all did miss it man yeah she was black y'all man ain't that some sad shit leaving your kids home alone so you can go get some dick and <laughs> like hey girl i only got two tickets we can go to cancun i'm gonna bring somebody else you better drop them kids right away I'm like you ain't even playing for this no nothing you don't have family nobody i mean then you can't go it's sad you got kids but that's the thing about 11 being- not old enough to really watch you your little sisters for five days like I can, like I'm not being ridiculous like if it was a trip to the store or I'm gonna be at work I'm gonna come check on y'all right. that that's so much more reasonable right. 11 that's just too young yeah if I make a if I make an emergency call I can't you can't come home 
in time to do anything if you know uh that's a lot man and she knew and her and instinctually her daughter knew she goes she was like i gotta tell somebody we don't know yeah, what we're doing and you know what this sound like this is not the first time she done it this might be the longest period of time yeah but this isn't the first time she's left them like this like what if your kid gets sick what is so much shit got someone kid get injured gotta go to the hospital yeah that's one thing about being adults that pe- people don't try to understand honey if you ain't ready for no kids don't have no kids because your plans are they plan so if you can't get nobody to watch them it's fuck your plans man maybe they um you know i don't know maybe maybe i don't know i, I don't have any excuses for her uh <laughs> i don't either yeah other other than um you just gonna have to cancel the plans for the for that dick doll yeah you mean dick, tell me it wasn't nothing local dick must have been bomb as fuck i guess well he I mean, got enough money to fly out to cancun you know maybe she got the air I mean, got the airplanes in her um bio i mean it was none up street and around the corner what's happening here all the dicks in the city maybe it was maybe it was like vanessa a friend on atlanta where she gets flown out and true you know she was trying to be like vanessa and do it with a kid i don't know uh arkansas man who killed a 90 year old woman to prepare for the zombie apocalypse has been sentenced to life in prison that's all that wait we what mean that's all what part of that what part of that sentence this is a that's all from you life in you know what i'm i'm confused about life in prison life in prison 25 years or life in prison till you die i don't know life like i mean sound like you can't get more than life i mean okay not every state got the death penalty true 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 okay okay i'm with you and he got life for killing a 90 year old so i feel like that's excessive anyway i mean she how much longer she had like for real dog anyway back to this story Um, a few weeks off he uh he, his name is jordan tarver he's 31 of bay arkansas he was arrested uh for the abduction of lavenda counts uh also of bay arkansas times reports uh the jury at the craighead county courthouse uh sentenced tarver to three life terms plus 22 years no parole after finding him guilty of capital murder earlier in the day so he got three life terms and 22 years added on top of life so if he die and come back he gotta live 22 more years ah! he was also charged with kidnapping aggravated residential burglary abuse of a corpse theft of property oh. and possession of a defaced firearm you when you scratch out the serial number probably oh okay prosecutor said uh tarver put counts in the trunk of his her car searched for a place to shoot her and then dumped her body in a cornfield the judge deliberated for two days the jury deliberated for two days for delivering their verdict uh tarver was arrested july 17 2015 uh prosecutors played a 59 minute video of his confession during the trial in the lengthy video he tells investigators he had been watching the walking dead the night before and sought to prepare for a zombie apocalypse he said he wanted to learn what it felt like to shoot someone he knows now well just in case right tara uh, attorney uh claimed the man was coerced into a confession that the investigators threatened to remove his wife and children if he didn't admit to the killing yeah what's wild to me is that this is why a lot of y'all what a lot of y'all want people to be like in the z pop that's sad y'all so cut y'all so cold-blooded man this is the kind of person y'all gonna have on y'all zombie team 
person shooting old ladies in the head for no reason because y'all think this cool it's not cool you need some semblance of a moral conscience y'all you can't just jump to shooting old ladies in the head on day one i'm sorry anyway arkansas time reports that prosecutor attorney scott ellington initially sought the death penalty for the hard murder in a prepared release he said i find it ironic that the defendant called a police officer a monster for coming into his house with a valid search warrant when the defendant walked into miss counsel's home put her into the trunk of her car drove around looking for a place to shoot her it was a senseless act just to satisfy a sick lust for death i believe it is clear who the real monster in this case is uh ellington pointed out that tarver's initial rationale was that an old person is close to the closest to a zombie uh he also said ah! tara felt no remorse for the murder uh well thank god he didn't realize that babies are actually closer to zombies than old people uh karen guess the race of mr uh jordan tarver white karen's going with white let's see what the chizzy chizzy chat room believes okay guys zombies bruh dude bro white walking dead white black man's life expectancy is low so they had to give him three life sentences uh gold metal flower white (laughs) all right the correct answer is uh wait white because if he was black he would have died and just been replaced by another black dude (laughs) Oh. oh shit the correct answer is white I think yeah. everybody got that one. Yeah, I knew this wasn't no um, black person because we are the zombies. We the zombies? Yeah, that's why they shoot us. Oh, maybe they, yeah, a black person is the closest to a zombie as far as I'm concerned. Right. We is scary. This pic- is this picture showing up yet? Mm-mm. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, I might need to take a second. Okay, there it is. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he ready for the Z-Pop. He going to be in y'all crew. Mm-hmm. Like he want a Negan toys don't it though all right guys let's get to uh some sore ratchetness and then we'll get out of here um where's my sore ratchetness music uh there we go why you don't get in the zombie apocalypse with michonne and get fucked up uh that's what happened when he gonna run up on michonne uh deputies tased the johnson man after he they say he swung a sword at a dog and advanced towards deputies in a threatening manner Uh yeah deputies were called to berwin street um around 1 a.m for a report of a man creating a disturbance uh they say they found foo fit throng grievong all right uh 55 leaning over a fence yelling obscenities and swinging a sword at some barking dogs deputy said they gave the man verbal commands to drop the sword but he failed to comply and advanced on deputies with the sword in a threatening manner they deployed the taser on throng Yvong, uh throng Grivong, uh causing him to drop the sword and fall to the ground they say throng Grivong was highly intoxicated and angry over the barking dogs the situation allowed deputy schaefer to successfully deploy a less lethal taser even though the suspect was carrying a deadly weapon and advancing towards him while ignoring commands uh new york state police on the scene 
uh provided cover in the event that the taser was not effective and the suspect continued advancing with the weapon so they at least they were able to you know take him down without killing him um he was taken to the hospital under mental health law 22.09 uh due to his level of intoxication and he was issued appearance tickets for the following charges menacing second degree obstructing government of administration second degree class a misdemeanor disorderly conduct and reasonable noise degree violation so there you guys go they got between the man and his dogs and they had to put his ass down that's right it's sad karen all right we'll talk to y'all tomorrow until then uh i love you i love you too Mwah. you know um i was seeing some women in the chat karen i'm gonna tell you right now um they was looking good you know what yeah, i mean i go beautiful fans i go right up to them right you know i put a couple uh now letters in my mouth you know just start kissing right ah, on because they're so beautiful you know yeah uh-huh. I, I will crowbar crutch that pussy can i'll grab i will just stick my penis right up in there without even you know without even thinking about it because you know abuse is this well you know when they see that you got verified on twitter they'll let you do anything to them ah. You know, I tell well, them all I'm the time. trying too, so hey, yeah. I can't, hey, what happens when I get verified? I say I gotta, I, I say, I say, hey, I gotta start, I got a check mark next to my thing. You know what I'm oh, saying? Shit, not a check mark, dog. Yeah, you gonna have to fill. You all know these. they got groupies. You know, all they do is look for the check marks. I, I wait till they sitting down. I rub my balls right on their shoulder, Karen. That's, uh-huh. that's really the way that I do it. You know, so it is. Um, you know, anyway, the, you ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's get all out of right. here.